Yo, what's up? This is DJ Yellow from the world's most dangerous group. What's up? This is DOC, the Diggy Diggy motherfucking doc. Yo, 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 what's up? This is your boy, Z-Man. What up, yo? This is This is Jerry Heller, motherfucker. It's your boy, DJ Paul KOL for 360 Young Busy Bone. Vice World. This your man, Mastermind, the hell raise up. Yo, this is DJ Ready Red. What up, what up, what up? This is the real Rick Ross, and you listen to me on the Murder Master Music Show. Reflect when you uh, look back on that classic. 
Oh man, it's uh, I love that album, man. You know, I mean, that, that's that's my that's my pride and joy. You know, that first album is always you know special. You know, I I put a lot of work into that. I was you know excited and you know everything back then. You know, uh, I wrote a lot of that album in jail. You know, so I was grateful to be able to come home and you know put it to work. Yeah, yeah. Now you wrote the majority of that in jail. Um, weren't you locked up with Sibo uh, and uh, Adrian Man of Three uh, Times Crazy at one point in time? Yeah, yep. I was locked in time with Sibo, Adrian Man. Me and Adrian Man, it, it was crazy. Me and him used to sit in there and write raps, you know, and we would let each other hear hear each other's raps. And I remember later, a couple years down the line, when I had got out and heard that first Three Times Crazy album. I had almost heard all of the Adrian Man verses. <laughs> I was like, these are all the verses he wrote in, in in there with me, you know. So that was cool. And then, yeah, I did time in Sac County with Sebo. He used to pull me up out my cell, man. He was, uh, you know, he was one of the uh, workers. So he had, like, pool in there. He would get me up at my cell, and we had this dude, do a little beatbox on the table, and we'd sit in there and bust rap. So, you know, <laughs> that was cool. Yeah, that's a... That's, uh... To get through time, I would imagine. Um, what about Sibo? Uh, how long did, did you do time with Sibo? Yeah, that's 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 what I'm talking about. Uh, me and Sibo, I was in there maybe uh, four or five months with him. He the one I said he, he the one that used to pull me out for you know what I'm saying get me out there and we we sit at the table and you know bust raps and stuff. So try to make the best of our time in there. And, and what what uh. Was this right around the time he dropped uh, the Deadly Game, or was this before that? Or uh, I want to think it might have been a little before that. Uh, yeah, because he's been he, he always amazed me because he dropped so many albums. Yet he was incarcerated half his life. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah, yeah. But he still managed to drop all those albums. So you're you're incarcerated with Sibo, one of the dopest rappers. This is like Pimp C's favorite rapper, DJ Screw's favorite rapper, Tupac's favorite rapper. Um, you know what was it like though? Uh, like you said, just rapping with them and stuff like that, man. What, what did you take from that experience? Like, what did you learn from Sibo? Uh, I mean, it was it was cool. You know, we were both doing time so you know you you do what you can in there you know what i'm saying to try to pass the time you know and uh rapping was just one thing that we you know we had in common we had uh we both had a friend that was in there and that's how i kind of ended up getting hooked up with him and meeting him i mean like we talked a lot you know it was even a time where he wanted you know he wanted to talk to me when when i got out and he got out you know what i'm saying about about some music business and possibly you know doing some more stuff with him, but I ended up, when I got out, you know, uh, I ended up rolling with uh, Lynch on, you know, so it's went a different direction, but. Now, how did you, uh, when you got out, you, you hooked up with Lynch. How did you meet Lynch? Uh, I had met him a long, a while back, you know what I'm saying, just brief instances through my boy Big Dan. A uh, little bit. I went to the studio when they were recording the uh, season of the sickness. I was actually on the uh, original "Low to the Brain" song, but um, my verse didn't end up getting kept on there because 
just some other circumstances happened, and I never got a chance to finish it. So, uh, but then yeah, I kind of uh, was back doing my own thing for a while. And then my boy Talkan and Six are the ones that brought me back in, you know, with Lynch because uh, we were working on that Schwarzenegger album, and that's how I kind of hooked back up with Lynch. And then ever since then, it just kind of took off for us, you know. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. You know, he was, you know, when he left uh, Black Market, you know, um, I mean, you guys were making a lot of uh, noise, you know what I'm saying, Sick Mane. Um, yeah. How did it feel for you to be signed by, a, a, you know what I'm saying, a guy who's already been established himself and, you know, worked with some of the best at that point, you know, Master P, I mean, the list goes on and on. What were you, What was your thoughts of working with him? Well, yeah, I was excited about it, you know, like, I, I didn't never, like, before that, I, I wasn't, didn't really take rap as serious, you know. I was more, like, out on the street hustling, and I would just rap, you know, and people told me, hey, you're dope, you know what I'm saying? And then when I ended up hooking up with Lynch, I was going through a lot of incarceration, just trouble on the streets. And so what happened, Talking brought me to Lynch, and what they did, they would, they would just basically sat me down, and Lynch was like, man, just stay with me and, and do, you know what I'm saying, and record this album and stay out of jail, you know. So he kind of just took me in, you know, and gave me a, a place to, you know, a steady, you know, situation, living situation to be able to just sit there and do music and, you know, try to stay out of trouble. Yeah. I mean, that's a blessing right there to have somebody be able to do that because a, a lot of people don't have that and they end up right back in there, you know. Yeah. So. Now this, you know, this movement—it's—I remember it well because you know I wrote for Murder Dog. It, it, it's getting big, you know. The the Nali movies out, and uh, you know what I'm saying you were you were in that too. Uh, was you nervous uh, acting at all? Uh, a little bit, probably. You know, it was. I, I didn't really have much. Of, I was in there really quick, just a quick scene, you know. But uh, it was it was it was it was fun though. It was really fun, you know. It was a lot. I learned a lot of stuff that I didn't know about movies and all that type of stuff, you know. There's so many takes you got to do, and everything has to be just perfect. How what you know, like continuity and everything. So it, it was a learning experience, but it was definitely real fun, you know. Yeah, yeah. Lynch is Lynch is quite a character, you know. Um, I'm surprised oh, yeah, they haven't made an sure. action figure of Brother Lynch Young yet, man. That would be uh, <laughs> something motherfuckers would buy. Um, but him, uh, you know, uh, I, I used to manage uh, legendary uh, Gangster Nip, uh, South Park oh, Psycho. Sure. I would love sure, to see sure. Lynch, Nip, and Esham. Because, you know, Lynch has got the rip gut. Nip's got the horror cord. Esham's got acid rap. Those three styles together have influenced so many people. Why not oh, do yeah, it definitely. with those three guys? You know. Yeah, I, I hear that a lot. I mean, a lot of people want you know want to hear Lynch and Nip and you know, Esham together. Yeah, definitely. But you, you I'm know, thinking. you you worked with Brother Lynch Hung. You know, what I'm saying. Um, What's he like in the studio and just hanging out with him, just a regular day with Brother Lynch Hunt? Um, I mean, uh, he's a, you know, he's, it's different. You know, like 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 I say, Lynch is my brother, man. We I lived with him for like, you know, for, I can't, I don't even recall how many years, you know. But uh, we got real close. And so 
But I mean, the studio is, is real focused. You know, when he when he does studio time, it's real, real focused. It's a, more of a, you know, locked in situation and focused. At home, he's a lot more, you know, open and you know, we have a good time and hang out and kick it, you know. But it's two totally different things, you know. When he's in the studio, he's working it. It's, it's all about focusing and trying to, you know, get it all right. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely professional. Um, you know, what I'm saying he's he's one of the best at what he does. I saw a video somebody posted LeBron James and he was spitting, uh, uh, you know, one of Lynch's songs. Uh, oh yeah, so I yeah, rest in peace. I think it was. You know, yeah. you see one of the greatest basketball players spitting a, a Brother Lynch hung song. I mean, yeah, definitely his his name carries weight in the industry. Um, were you working with him at all um, years later when he signed the Strange? Yeah, I was on uh, all the Strange albums. I was on all the Strange albums that released. Uh, we actually did the, that's when we did the Spit It Out video that premiered on MTV was on the Dinner in a, uh, Dinner in a Movie album that he did with Strange. That's classic. And, and MTV, did you ever imagine that you would end up on MTV someday? <laughs> no, I didn't. No, that's huge, man. Well, even Lynch. Yeah. I never thought I'd see Lynch on MTV, you know, because yeah, uh, yeah. MTV doesn't usually go in that direction, but they did. And um, that had to have been a cool moment to share with him. Oh, uh, for sure. I was glad they they picked that song because that was the song that Strange had wanted to do the video for. You know, they listened to the album and that's the one that they wanted to go with. And I was, I was really juiced about that. You know, to get be able to do that with him. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, man. Shout out to homie first degree to De man. He uh, we had him on the show several times. One time, he surprised us. We were interviewing him and he had, he had Lynch on. And uh, Lynch called in, so. and, and, you know, um, did you get a chance to check out, uh, you know, the history of Sacramento, the book that he did, and then the um, the TV show? You know what? I've seen pieces, but I haven't had a chance to actually check the whole thing out. Yeah, it's very dope, very dope, man. Sacramento, I mean, I didn't know um, that Dr. Dre was interested in, in some of the early pioneers of Sacramento. There was a group, I forget the name of the group, this was back in the 80s, and he was he was looking at them back then. This was before yeah. the NWA. I didn't know you guys went back that far, you know. Um, so, I mean, that's, that's literally almost at the beginning of hip-hop. Um, who were you... You know, who were you bumping growing up? Uh, was there anybody, uh, um, you know what I'm saying, in, in, in your city other than Lynch that you were listening to? I mean, I've always listened to Lynch and Sebo from their first albums. You know, being from Sacramento, I knew I knew about both of them, you know, when they first came out. So I bumped, I bumped Lynch, I bumped Sebo and Hollow Tip, Hollow Tip's first album. I love that album, you know. That's my boy. I, you know, me and him go back, too. I used to hang out with him, you know, in the streets, so had a lot of love for Hollow Tip. Oh, yeah, I reviewed some of his albums, and we got to have him on the show, too. Uh, yeah, he's been he's been around for many years, so you grew up with him. Uh, yeah, yeah. You guys, you guys rapping together at the time? Or? Uh, not too much. Maybe you're here and there on the block, you know, a little bit, you know. 
I like I said, I knew him from the street, so we used to just hang out, you know, and kick it, you know, so Well, you definitely uh you definitely go back in the in the game, man. Let's give him a taste of some of this music here, man. We got uh you sent me three dope tracks. You got one um featuring uh Young Bleed. Which one is that? From Nothing? Uh no, that uh I prayed for it is the one with Young Bleed. Uh, we got that one, we got From Nothing, and we got Daddy's Little Boys, man. Which one do you want to uh, roll with first, brother? Uh, Both that one with Bleed, prayed for it. Oh, hell yeah. Now, who who produced this one? Uh, That song was actually produced by Axis, The Real Talk. Oh, hell yeah, hell yeah. Shout out to Young Bleed, man. This is a COS, pray for Young Bleed. We'll be right back, Murder Master Music Show. Don't go nowhere. It's not bullshit, okay? Some real talk uh, facts, facts. Roll around in the bucket. bucket. It's a war on the streets. streets. Motherfuckers like fucking. Fuck no justice, no peace. No peace. Put a sweater just to tuck it. Tuck it. Tell them bring the white sheets. White sheets. Niggas dusted and disgusted. Dusted. And we ain't getting no sleep. No sleep. Up late on the graveyard. Yeah. Shift with a brick of that way hard. Niggas try to get to that money. money. If you don't work, you don't eat. I see my kids knowing that they growing up. I'm showing up at shows. 
to my sisters and my bros. I remember nights, take flight, rolling up these hoes. See me crinkle up my toe. I ain't think about you hoes. I be eating out my flows. Like they script down on show. Detrimental, mental pictures. It's a nightmare. I'm a grow. If I die before I wake, make sure my mom knows. It's Domino, Mandela, effect. Back to Geronimo. I promise though, they come for your neck. That's like where you trying to go. Mathematics, you know they shoot you before you run now. I come down, I'm bringing the heavens right before sundown. I pray for it. He sent me down and so I stay for it. And just like Christ with my life, you know I pay for it. Super, super talented. He was on Strange Music too. Um, yeah. Now, yep. What was it like working with him? Oh man, it, it, it was uh, it was nice, man. I, you know, Bleed is my boy too. Me and him, we, me and him have kept in touch over the years. So, uh, me and him actually got about uh, three or four songs on deck that people are gonna be hearing here in the near future. Oh, hell yeah, hell yeah, man. He's such a humble dude. We had him. Um, on our 800 episode, we had a bunch of artists call in. He was one of them, and he stayed on the line with us pretty much the whole show, just having fun talking to everybody. And uh, it's a real down to earth cat. Shout out to Bleed. Oh yeah, yeah, um, he a real good dude. Oh yeah, most definitely. Um, tell us about your uh, your label, Jump Off a Bridge Music. Um, when did you when did you start this label? Um, I started it. Um, I say. About five years ago, five, six years back, maybe. But it took me a while to kind of get off the ground and even, you know, release projects with it. You know, I released some of my older projects through it, but I've been doing my new projects with it. So, but, yeah, that's my label. And, you know, I've been trying to push that heavy. You know, I just released the album Happy Face. You know, I also released the compilation Kujo. I got an artist signed to my label, Eli One, who I'm going to be releasing his monster album here soon. So, just trying to manage, you know. Just trying to get it, it pushing, man. Yeah. Hell yeah, man. That's definitely definitely got longevity in the game, man. You've been in it a couple decades, you know. So props to you, uh, and and you're putting well, out sure. artists. Thank you, thank you. You know what I'm saying? Um, that's always a a good thing as well. You know, you're keeping it going because there's a lot of bullshit music out there right now. So we need. You know, so authentic stuff. You know, um, yeah, that's a must. You know, um, now that from nothing uh, or that uh, I'm sorry, pray for a track. What is that on? Is that on your your album or is that on a compilation? That's on uh, that's on my Happy Face album. Now is the Happy Face album available right now? Yep, yep, it's out right now. Cos Happy Face. That's the uh, my latest solo I just released. Oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. Now, what number does this make? Uh, solo albums for me? Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, Sick My Rituals. I got two. I got The Whole Truth, a Novel by Me, 100 Stories High, 
Angel Dust, God's Why. This is actually my eighth solo album. Wow. And then plus you put out projects, group albums, a couple with Lynch. Um, yeah, I got the Suspicion 1, Trigonometry, the Suspicion Volume 2. Me and Lynch also released a compilation called The Fix, which uh, that was fun too, man. We ended up, we had C Fresh on there from IMP and Daz was on a song on there, so that was another project we did. Oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah, man. That's, uh, well, it, it's good that the fans get to hear the history, you know, um, because, uh, like I said, you go back, definitely go back, man. And, um, you know, we got some more music we're going to play, and I got my homie Sin uh, from overseas. I'm going to bring on the line in a little bit. I know he's going to ask you a few questions. Um, but uh, tell me about uh, the uh, Cujo compilation. You actually call it the Chompilation. Why the Chompilation, uh, yeah. Why did, you, why did you name it Cujo, the Chompilation? Uh, I just felt like I wanted to put together a comp with just a, a bunch of people that were just chewing up the mic, you know, get in the booth and chew it up. So oh, I decided to call it Cujo yeah. the Chompilation because I feel like everybody on the on the project is chewing it up. You feel me? <laughs> that's that's original. I, I had no idea why you named it that. And I mean, but, but it makes perfect sense. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I got uh, Smig Dirty on there, you know, uh, C-Dub, Calico, The Cat. Uh, my boy Young Vision, Chronicle, Crookwood, uh, you know, Triz is on there. So, uh, the Bezo, it's a, it's a slapping album, man. Oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah, man. That's, and, and is that available right now, too? Yep, that's available right now. Man, you hear that, folks. You got to get that. You got to get uh, your solo album, Happy Face, and then this Cujo compilation. Chompilation. Um, yeah. Have you uh, have you ever uh, worked with? Uh, I know you worked with uh, emo. What about uh, Mr. G or uh, Little Six? I have worked with Little Six. I uh, I was on a a couple songs with him for some projects he released. And I uh, actually I forgot to mention he's also on the compilation. I'm on I'm on the song with him on the compilation. It's me, uh, Little no. Six, and my artist Eli One on that song. Oh hell yeah, hell yeah! He's super talented. He uh, oh I, for I, sure, I yeah. First that's the nephew. And, that's uh, the little nephew right there, man. Yeah, he's he, he's got to be making you guys proud because he's like the the second generation of this, you know. Oh, definitely, uh, definitely. I mean, he's already got a cult following, you know. Yeah. Uh, he got so heat, man. He got heat. Yeah, definitely, man. That's good to see. Now, Emo, he's another one that's been in it for a minute, man. Um, what's it like to work with him, man? He's a dope producer. And um, it's, it's it's good. I mean, I haven't worked with Emo in a minute, but we've done a lot of stuff together. Uh, he's very he takes it serious, though. You know, he takes the music serious. He don't you know he don't like to play around. He like you know when you he's kind of like Lynch too, though. You know, when you're in the booth and you're in the studio, get it knocked out. You know time for uh, playing and joking around is after, you know. So a funny story, man, I'll tell you is that before I was signed to Sick Made, I was actually signed to Emo's label, Sick Bay, but I just never released the album, you know, and uh, I don't know, like, the label, he he ended up doing some other things, and you know what I'm saying, it didn't, uh, just didn't go the way we had planned it, but yeah, I was actually signed to his label called Sick Bay before I was signed to Sick Made. Wow, I didn't even know that. That's 
That's amazing. Now, what, now this had to have been what, like two thousand? Uh, it was before then. It was before oh, that. It was 90. yeah, ninety six, ninety seven. Because I uh, I was uh, I was actually on that Hollis album. That's that's how I got that verse on that Hollis album. Oh yeah, on Hollis's Big album. Hollis. Yeah. Mhm. Yeah, through Emo Man. and Big Hollis, because I was messing with them way back in the days. And were you on that Murder Dog compilation? Who put Shaq on the map? No, I was I was actually in jail there. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Hollis put that out. I know Black Dog um, you know, uh was one of the sponsors of that. Um but Sacramento, man, the history like I was talking about is just so rich over there. Um do you guys feel that or do you feel you know, I can't speak for everybody over there, but do you feel that the city gets kind of slept on when they, everybody when when they talk about the West Coast, they kind of seem to just talk about the Bay or LA, not really Sac as much. Yeah, I do feel like you know I felt for a long time we did we did get slept on. I think we all felt like that out there, you know. But um, we got a lot more recognition nowadays, you know. I hear a lot of more yeah. artists that ain't from out there mentioning Sacramento, you know. Before they used to more lump us in with the Bay, they would think we were the Bay, you know. They would think Sacramento, the, we, but we're not the Bay, we're the Valley, you know. But they would kind of lump us together a lot back in the day, you know. But it seems like we're getting a lot more recognition nowadays. Yeah, that's good. That's a good thing. You know, um, let's give them another. Uh, let's give them another track. And uh, man, we got from nothing, and we got Daddy's Little Boys, man. Which one uh, you want to roll with this time? Uh, we get deep on them. Let's do the from nothing. From nothing. Okay, tell tell us about this one, brother. Uh, from nothing, man, it's just about the struggle, man. Coming up from nothing and just through the years trying to become a better person, you know. Like I said, I, I came from the, the gutters of Sacramento, man. You know, did it all back in the days, you know, the gangbanging, dope slanging. That's what it was for me. And I just feel like I came a long way in life and, I know a lot of us have, you know, a lot of us have walked that journey. So, you know, from nothing, it's just kind of my way of, you know, just, you know, came from nothing, man, to make something out of myself, you know. Absolutely, man. Much respect to you for doing that. We'll be right back with COS Don't Go Nowhere. From nothing, Murder Master Music. From nothing on the block, hustling, dropping dimes on their fiends just so I could put something in my stomach for them hunger pains. Push me to the limit while I'm scoping out a motherfucker house to running in it. And shit could be worse, that could be me in the hearse. I could have never seen my kids finish first grade. How the fuck we get here in the first place? Sinking back to my 21st birthday, locked in that jail cell. See, life a bitch, my nigga. Sometimes I want to yell at the top of my lungs so God can hear me well. Trying to change my ways, but when you stuck in hell, sometimes you need a helping hand to pull you out that well. Sometimes you need somebody's shoulder to lean on. When you lose something so close to home, feel like the dream gone. I just had to gather my bones back to the doghouse, right back to the booth so I could let all this exhaust out. Never been the type to rock big chains and floss out. Never been the type to ride big trucks and boss out. Always been the type to take the shirt off of my back, though. Ain't no front, my nigga, I got your back, bro. I 
up from nothing. Bottom of the barrel, whole lot of struggling. Drunk as Jack Sparrow, where the love at? Guess Cupid broke his arrows. Got a nigga sleeping in Camaro, same apparel. He had on for weeks, trying to find something to eat. Running through the streets, trying to find something to cheat. Just to take the pain away, just to find some peace. They said it wasn't gonna rain today, it's sweated in the beach. Shit ain't the same, a lot can happen in a week. You can lose your best friend, your girl in the same week. Shit's nuts where the squirrels are waiting for him to speak. But all they do is stare at a nigga like past the drink. They don't really care about a nigga when shit's steep. They ain't got an ear for a nigga when shit's deep. That's why I try to steer for them niggas, find another street. But still, I wish the best for them niggas. Every meet, hope they bring home the gold medal. For me, I'm on a whole nother racetrack, whole nother pedal. Smashing through the traffic, I'm a whole nother rebel. See, I got a cause, I do this shit for the ghetto. I don't need applause, I don't need no plaques. But we don't need these scars, we don't need these tracks. We don't need these bars, we don't need these straps. Time to put the guns down, we killing each other, facts. I think the fans appreciate that too because you're giving them a piece of you. You know what I mean? You're not just oh, yeah, uh, so. selling wolf tickets. You're, you're giving them an actual piece of yourself. Um, yeah. This COVID I'm an open stuff, book when it comes to my fans, man. You know, like like I tell people, I'm an open book, man. They know about my life because I'm a I'm a put it in the booth, you know. Yeah, yeah. It sounds like you really. I was just gonna say too before the COVID and everything. It, uh, it sounds like you really connect with the fans. Like, did you uh, uh, like doing shows and things of that nature? Oh yeah, definitely, man. I love the fans, man. They, they. If it wasn't for the fans, I, I probably wouldn't still be doing this. You know, I just my music, man. My music has changed over the years too. It, it became a lot more conscious. You know, I, I try to, I try to show people a better way. I still keep it thugged out, you know, but I, I just try to show them a better way, man. Because over the years, man, I've got so many emails and messages from people telling them telling me how the, uh, my music changed their life and saved their life and sent them in the right direction and that that you know you can't buy that you know that's that's worth more than any record sales so I gotta you know I try to please them fans man I try to keep it you know deep and we all got a story to tell you know so when they feel like they've been through the same thing which a lot of them have you know it's a it's a lot more it's it's just a, it's worth a lot more you know yeah, yeah, because they can relate. You ever have anybody like come up to you and, and tell you that, hey man, this song or that song or this line helped me get through this time? Yeah, that's what. Yeah, all the time, man. I get emails and messages on Facebook constantly about people telling. I, I had a dude tell me that my music helped him get through the war. He was over there fighting uh-huh. in Iraq, and he said my music helped him make it home. You know, I had a dude actually, to be honest, just today message me on Facebook and tell me my music helped him get his son back because he wanted to become a better father, you know? 
I mean, that stuff is touching to me, you know. That's powerful. what I do it for. Yeah, that's real powerful stuff, man, because, you know, it, it lets you know that you're able to to help change people's lives for the better, you know. Yeah, uh, for sure, man. Give them motivation, like you said, to get through those times over there or wherever they might be. Um, you know, that, that's a beautiful thing right there, man. And I think, you know, when you look back at music throughout time, the stuff that really stands out is the stuff that's that's personal, that's deep. You know, yeah. um, you know, everybody likes a party record, you know, for once in a while. But um, you know, to me, I I, I want to hear about the artist. You yeah, know? my fans support me to the fullest on what I do. You know, uh, they do, I do got them fans that they be banging me over the head though. They they want that sick May rituals again. They want that gang. You know, they want that gangsta album back. So, but you know. They appreciate what I do, and, and uh, to mention on another thing about that is I'm actually doing an album right now. It's called The Made Sick Project, where I'm just trying to take it back to the to the Sick May Ritual style, where, you know, while I was on some other shit, you know, that that's kind of what I'm doing with this album, and the album is exclusively produced by the legendary Funk Beta, so I know oh, they're yeah. going to love that one when it's done. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, man! That's the recipe right there. I mean, that's that's another enigma. That dude is so talented. You oh, know, for he's sure. in his own sound, man, and you know it's him. You know, um, yeah. a good producer. You know like, to be, yeah. Yeah, when you hear Ant Banks, you know it's Ant Banks. You know, um, so that's that. That's what I'm talking about, man. Uh, we got the homie Sin uh, from France on the line. I'm gonna bring him on uh, with you. Sin, you online with uh, COS, brother. How you doing? Yes, yes, sir. Hi, how's it going? Hi, COS. Um, hey, hey, can I tell up, us man? about the... Yeah, that's fine. Um, can I tell us about the song uh, you did hardcore from your album, Sick Moves Rituals? It was a dope one. <laughs> oh, for sure. Which one was it? Hardcore. The oh, hardcore yeah, song. Hardcore. Yeah, man, I, that was, you know what I'm saying? I, I, like, I, like I said, man, I love that Sick May Rituals album because that's where I came from, you know. i never forget that, you know, that that was the album that, you know, I released, the double disc. I worked, I worked hard on it. Like I said, I wrote some of them lyrics in jail, so it was it was really big for me. But, the, yeah, that hardcore song, man, I love that song, you know. Um, just something I came up with, you know, being out on the streets, living that type of life, man, you know. I had a lot of songs like that. I actually released the Sick May Rituals too. I'm not sure a lot of people really uh, actually heard it too much, but I have a hardcore part two on there. It's the same beat, but all different lyrics. All the songs have the same beats, but just different lyrics. Oh, yeah, okay. So I bet it was what it did. <laughs> um, can I tell us also about this song, Don't Have No More, featuring Brother Lynch? It was a dead song too from the Small Truth album. Yeah, yeah, that song, man, that song got a lot of meaning to it. I mean, a lot of people don't know that that's one of the songs that, like, Brother Lynch actually showed an emotional side of him, like one of the first songs he ever did that in, you know, because he hadn't really came on that type of level, you know what I'm saying? And But he tells me it's my fault. That's what he tells me. He's like, you got me doing that emotional shit. <laughs> so, you know, but, man, I love that song. The fans love that song, too. That's a lot of their favorite song off that album, that's what they tell me. Don't hurt no more. Yeah, it's a song we can fit it. 
<laughs> right. Um, how you got the ideas yeah. of the the graphics for uh, who were for which one? Uh, the World Truth and uh, Angel Dust covers. How you get the ideas for the covers? Uh, just just ideas I came up with. You know, my boy, uh, Forty Ounce SR Creations. He's done all my artwork since the whole truth. I've only had one graphic guy my whole career. You know, he's done everything wow. for me. So, got to give a shout out to him. You know, he he put in work. But we kind of brainstormed the ideas together. You know, to kind of think about what the album's about, what direction it's going, and I'll tell him what I'm thinking. And you know, he puts his together, and we try to come up with the best concept. You know, for the album covers. Hmm. Okay. Right. And uh, tell us about this Sacktown unique sound. Why is Sack so different from the other town of the Bay? Sacktown is unique in the sound. How it came from for you? I think it's living. We, we're just different. We're, you know, we live different. You know, it's, uh, and it just reflects in the music. You know, like, we, we love the Bay. We got, you know, nothing but love for the Bay. A lot, a lot of Bay cats, they love us, you know. But the Bay is, like, they're more high-fee. They're into the cars and, you know, sideshows and stuff like that. In Sacramento, we were more into cruising and not trying to drive fast, you know, and drive slow, sit slow, you know. But it's just it's just a different lifestyle. You know, we're real close on the map, but we do live differently, you know. So I just think that it all reflects back on your raps, you know, just like anything. When you grow up with, you know, you're going to be a different type of, you know, person, you're going to rap a little different, as you know what I'm saying, even though you're really both from Northern California, it's, it's a really different sound. Yeah, right, because in you know, in 95, when you listen to Oak Sound Sound, or Witchmond, Witchtown, um, or Frisco, you can feel this, this, this section is very different when you listen to She's Ever Done Sickness of Tales of the Crypt. So, yes. It's very, it's very sick. <laughs> you can see yeah. It. Like I said, there's a lot more gang in Sacramento, you know, just different things that, you know, the Bay have their turf wars too, but it's just a different type, you know, and like I said, they're a lot into their sideshows and cars, you know, it's just two different places, you know. Yeah, right. And do it about the first, the first time you met Brother Lynch. Uh, the first time I ever met him, to be honest, was at Tower Records. He was doing a signing for Tower Records, and a girl that I was with at the time wanted to go get his autograph. And <laughs> that's actually the very first time I met him. I didn't know him at that time or nothing, but that's actually the very first time I met him. Okay, right, right. And like I said, I, uh, we bumped back into each other later down the line because of, uh, you know, my boy Talkan and Six. We're doing a Swoso nigga project, and they, they started bringing me around Lynch. And like I said, we just kind of clicked, you know. And he liked me. I liked him. So, you know, lyric-wise and everything. So that's why we ended up doing a lot of stuff together. Like I said, man, today, I, that's my brother. You know what I'm saying? 100%. That's how I look at him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, right, real talk. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely, definitely. 
thank you so much uh, for calling in, Sin. I appreciate you. Yeah, appreciate you. Um, yeah, I appreciate you too, bro. It's been dope, uh, you know, hearing your history, man. Uh, I appreciate you uh, sharing it with us, brother, and uh, also yeah, the show. Sure. Always, man. Always love. We got uh, one more track I want to uh, close out with, um, Daddy's Little Boys. But before we do, I want to give you the floor. I want to make sure that you uh, you plug everything you got. If you have any shout-outs, you know what I'm saying, uh, it's all yours, fam. For sure, man. Thank you, man. COS, JLB Music, man. I want to give a shout-out to my boy Eli One, you know, my, my newly signed artist. We're working on his album. Make sure y'all pick up that new solo I got, COS, Happy Face. That comp, Pick up that compilation, Cujo, the Chompilation. Let me correct myself. Cujo, the Chompilation. But, yeah, man, grab those. JLB Music, you know. Follow me on Spotify if you don't know about me, man. Check it out, man. You know, it is what it is. And, um, yeah, that Daddy's Little Boys, man, that's, that's my pride and joy, man, you know, because song means so much to me, you know, because I wrote it for my boys, you know. I got two baby boys, and that's that's who that song's for. So, holds a special place in my heart. That was the first single off the Happy Face album. So, yeah, shout out to you, man, from one parent to another. You know, there's nothing like, uh, um, you know, uh, having and seeing your children and, and, and uh, watching them excel in life. You know. Um, oh yeah, nothing <laughs> like it, bro. <laughs> nothing like it. Now this one here, Daddy's yeah. Little Boys. Um, this one that you said it's on your solo. Yeah, it's on the Happy Face album also. Oh hell yeah, hell yeah, man! Everybody, please go out. You heard them, man. They're available now. Get the Happy Face album. Get the Cujo comp, uh, compilation. You know what I'm saying? Then go back and, and check out the, uh, the the catalog. You know what I'm saying? This man's been around for a long time, dropping nothing but underground heat. So support it. Thank you so much, Cos. We're going to get out of here. This is Daddy's Little Boys, man, right here in the Murder Master Music Show. Peace. So thank you, bro.
So I love my niggas to death. I'm talking about my niggas twisting that. And they be playing a nigga like chess. Bullet me up off of the PS4. Kick me out the bed, now I'm laying on the floor. Wake up in the morning and laying on my head. Chris on the switch, brand new high score. Baby, tell me about it. Tell me about it. This is my life, nigga. Tell me about it. Love it so much, couldn't tell me about it. And wake up from a dream and he tell me about it. Daddy in the kitchen, cooking the pig. Four pounds with your nigga, look what I did. Came up for nothing, did it all for the kids. Came so far from that wet on the stick. Staying at the world so cold. Now I see the world and it look more gold. Like life finally shaping into its mold. Shit make a lot more sense than before. Might cost me a dollar, but the sense got me home. <laughs> This got me home. Nigga, I'm finally home, nigga. Nigga, I'm finally home. And this one here for my pride. 